Well, today's service is a little bit different in the sense that we're having what we would call a family-style service where we're all just staying together. We're not going to have nursery or uh, 252. We're all just going to stay here. Uh, I will have a little bit shorter message, parents, don't worry, of young children. Uh, But yeah, we just want to remember, uh, like we did for our candlelight service, uh, remember what it is that we're celebrating this season. So what a blessing it is to, to gather with you on Christmas morning. Thank you for, for putting celebrations on hold, putting your gatherings, uh, you know, pausing on all of the stuff that you've got going on today as you celebrate to, to come together uh, with brothers and sisters in Christ and remember uh, why we celebrate. We've been going through the Christmas sermon series uh, this month and we started by looking at our need for a Savior Uh, And from there, we went to the promise of a Savior that God has been saying uh, throughout the Old Testament. He was going to send someone. Uh, And then last week, we looked at longing for the Savior. And today, we're going to see uh, the birth of the Savior. He's finally here. And that's our sermon title, The Birth of the Savior. If you've got your Bibles, turn with me to Matthew chapter 1 just want us to walk through Matthew's narrative of the birth of Jesus and point out a few things for us to remember from this text. Matthew 1, verse 18 through 23. The birth of Jesus Christ came about this way. After his mother Mary had been, been engaged to Joseph, it was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant from the Holy Spirit. So her husband, Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, decided to divorce her secretly. But after he had considered these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what has been conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. See, the virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which is translated, God is with us. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your word. Uh, We thank you for the hope that we have because it is true. Help us believe, help us be amazed today at this story. In Jesus' name, amen. First thing I want us to see from this text is that the Savior that was born is unlike any other. The Savior that was born is unlike any other. Verses 18 through 20 again. The birth of Jesus Christ came about this way. After his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, it was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant from the Holy Spirit. So her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, decided to divorce her secretly. But after he had considered these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. 
because what has been conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. So the child that Mary is carrying in her womb was very much like us. He had flesh and blood. He had feelings. He had physical needs. But we also see here that there is also something very unique about this child that God is sending. In one sense, he is unlike any other child that had been born. Mary's pregnancy was the work of the Holy Spirit. God was working in her to create Life. She had not been married. She had not been with a man. And yet she is carrying a child inside of her. God had worked a miracle to bring his son into this world. And we believe this. We confess it as true. Scripture teaches the virgin birth. And when the world says, well, but that's just not possible because that's not how things work. Or maybe even in our own hearts and minds we think, but that just doesn't seem like that could happen. We can believe it because Scripture tells us that it's true and we must remember this is God at work. God is the creator of all things. He created everything out of absolutely nothing. And God, who can create life out of nothing, can certainly form life in Mary's womb. And he was doing so to help the world see that this unique child, he was using in a very unique way to save us. God is all-powerful, and He is miraculously working to create life in Mary. And so verse 19, we see a brief description about Joseph. The Bible doesn't tell us much about him, uh, but we do learn that he's a, he's a good man. He's a right man. And we actually don't know how much he believed or didn't believe Mary's story. It seems like there must have been some doubt. But it doesn't really go into the details. But when he finds out, he decides, well, I need to call off this marriage. Uh, But he doesn't want Mary to be disgraced. And in that day, that would have been common uh, for her to be taken publicly uh, and for publicly the explanation of why that engagement needed to be broken off. But Joseph knew that that would cause great shame to her, uh, that it would harm her. And Joseph, being a good and righteous man, didn't want to drag her name through the mud. He didn't want her to face the shame and embarrassment that people would ridicule her for. And so, verse 19 tells us that he doesn't want her disgraced. And so he's just going to break it off quietly uh, so that that, as much can be spared, can be spared. And then in verse 20 the angel of the Lord appears to Joseph. He goes to sleep, and in a dream, as he's kind of considered, this is, this is the only appropriate thing for me to do is to call off this 
wedding engagement. An angel appears and says, look, Mary hasn't done anything wrong. The story you've been told is, is actually true. Uh, God is at work. The, the child that is coming into this world has been formed by a miraculous work of the Holy Spirit in her life. She hasn't uh, done anything that you should be worried about. You can take her as your wife. You don't need to break off the marriage. And so again, another declaration that this is a unique child. He was not conceived in the normal way. God's rescue plan included a miraculous birth that was unlike any other birth. The Savior that was born is unlike any other. And people have been longing for a Savior. People have been looking forward to the Savior. And so we see uh, there's something different about this one. Everyone that's come before that has been a letdown, that people looked at, maybe this is the one. Now, God is working in a very unique way to bring a Savior unlike any other. He worked a miracle to bring into this world the one that was finally going to be able to rescue us. The second point from this text is this. The Savior that was born came to save us from our sins. The Savior that was born came to save us from our sins. Verse 21 This is still the angel speaking to Joseph. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Our first message, if you were here uh, in our Christmas sermon series, was the need for a Savior. And we walked through Romans 5, uh, a portion of Romans 5, where we saw God's Word explain that in Adam... We have all sinned. We are all guilty because our first representative, Adam, sinned against God. And so we are all sinners. And not only are we guilty because of Adam's sin, but we have a sin nature and every single one of us has rebelled against God. Every single one of us has sinned against a holy God. So that means we all need a Savior. There's nothing that we could do to make things right. And so, here we see the Savior has finally come. Since we are all sinners and we all need a Savior from our sins, God has sent the Savior that is going to save us from those sins. Every one of us needed a rescue. And the rescuer has come. The son that Mary is bringing into the world is the one that we needed. The angel instructs Joseph, you're going to name him Jesus. And the reason for that is because he's going to save his people from their sins. Jesus is the Greek equivalent of the Hebrew name Joshua. And it means Yahweh is Savior. God wanted this child named Jesus because the Savior had come. He was coming to deal with our sins. We were all hopeless. Every single one of us was hopeless because of our sins. But the Savior showed up. Jesus came to deal with our sins. He came to rescue us from them. And so that was why the angel's announcement in Luke 
was good news of great joy. It's because the Savior has come. The one that you've been longing for, the one that you've desperately needed, has finally come. We don't have to stand condemned anymore because the Savior has come and our sins can be forgiven. And the third point from this text, our final point for today, is this. The Savior that was born is the divine Son of God. So this ties into the first point, that He was unlike any other. But more specifically, the Savior that was born is the divine Son of God. Verses 22 and 23. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. See, the virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which is translated, God is with us. Matthew points out to his readers, which Matthew's writing to a largely Jewish, primary Jewish audience. They likely would have already picked up on all of these things. But to make sure that they know, he writes and says, don't forget the, the prophet 700 years ago said this was going to happen. The prophet, the Lord speaking through the prophet, had made a declaration that the virgin was going to give birth to a child. And so all the details that, G, that Matthew has just recounted about the birth of Jesus and what was happening here were foretold hundreds of years before. And verse 23 is going to be a quote from Isaiah 7, verse 14. The virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and they will name him Emmanuel. Now, that doesn't mean his actual name is going to be Emmanuel. You may think, well, I thought they were told to name him Jesus. Uh, what that means is that this is what's going to be said about him. Uh, Emmanuel is what's going to be spoken about this child. And Matthew goes on to explain, for any that don't know, what that means, what that is translated. The name Emmanuel is God is with us. The son who was born was the Savior, and God, He was the very Son of God, the divine Son of God. Luke's account specifically states that. Uh, the declaration from the angel was He is God's Son. And so we believe, and Scripture teaches, that God has eternally existed in, as one God in three persons. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And here, Scripture is teaching us that God the Father sent God the Son to save us from our sins. And the Holy Spirit is the one that miraculously worked life into Mary for that to happen. Now, it's important that we remember this isn't a damsel in distress story. Right, like some of the ones we see in like Disney stories, where one of the princesses is in all of these horrible conditions, but it's not their fault. There were like all of these things happened, and then horrible people stepped in and caused all these things to happen to them, and they just need someone to come in and rescue them. But it wasn't their fault. That's not our story. Remember, we are all sinners. Uh, we actually deserve. 
what we have coming for us. We deserve death. We deserve the wrath of God. But God loved us so much. God didn't say, you know what, I'm done with these people who've run from me. I'm done with these people who've rebelled against me. I'm done with these people who constantly go against me. He said, I love them so much that I will send my son into the world to die for them. I'll send my son to go and rescue them so that if they would just believe in him, they can have life again. And so this child that the Holy Spirit has miraculously worked in Mary is fully God and fully man. He is God the Son coming to rescue us. I love how Jesus, the Jesus Storybook Bible stated it. We saw it in that video. They named him Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us because, of course, he had. Imagine that. God loving us so much. He came to live with us, to relate to us, and then rescue us out of our own sins. Let that sink in today. Let that fill you with awe and wonder today. Let that bring comfort to your hearts and souls today. The God who created all things and has watched His creation rebel against Him over and over and over again loved us so much that He sent His Son Jesus to come into this world to save us, to rescue us from our sins, to save us from ourselves. That's what Scripture teaches about the depth of the love of our God. He didn't look at us and say, you really need to get your act together if you want to have relationship with me again. He stepped into our brokenness in order to save us, in order to rescue us. He stepped out of heaven, was born in Bethlehem on a rescue mission that only God was going to be able to pull off. And so if you're here today, whether you've heard this story over and over again, or it's a new story that you've never heard of, but if you've never believed in Jesus, if you've never trusted in Him, would you believe in Him today? Because Scripture tells us that God loved us so much that He sent His Son into this world so that whoever would believe in Him, and that is open to every single person, Whoever would believe in Him, they would be saved and they would have eternal life. You're the reason He came. Each of us is the reason He came. A Savior was born for us is what the angel's announcement was from the Gospel of Luke. So would you believe in Him today? If you want to talk more, I'd love to talk with you after the service. Uh, of the salvation that is available because of this child that was born over 2,000 years ago. For us, church, today we have reason to celebrate. Amen? Our loving God miraculously worked to come into this world to rescue us. He sent His Son, Jesus, to save us from our sins 
He didn't leave us on our own. He came to be with us. He came to identify with us and then do whatever it took to save us. God sent His Son. Jesus, the divine Son of God, came into our world to bring us back to God. And so today is a day of celebration. Today is a day that we celebrate because the love of God that we have received through Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank You for the reminder today. We thank You for Jesus. Jesus, we thank You for Your obedience to the Father of coming to identify with us and coming to rescue us from our sins. Help us be amazed today. Holy Spirit, if there is any who are here today who have not trusted in Jesus, open their eyes. Help them see their need for a Savior. Help them believe. God, for Your church, encourage us, comfort us, produce joy in us because the Savior has been born for us. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.